I'm really driven to start challenging myself when I just fall into a pattern of accepting social norms, because I'm going to be honest with you, Lily, um, I just never thought, I just never thought about um, being with someone younger. And, you know, so what I did was I went out and researched. Um, Yes. Mm. You know, that's how I am. It's like, if I don't know it, I'm going to go find it. And I found out that this is very um, prevalent now. Younger men dating older women, because like you said, they're just tired. Younger women don't know what they want and they play games and men hate games as a general yeah. rule. And so now granted, you know, the 20 year thing is probably pushing it, but um, 10 years, especially it, from the research I got was from when a man's about 45, they're pretty much set in who they are as a man and their own power center and they know what they want. And so they don't really care about um, necessarily age differences as much as women do. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of the surmising of it. And I thought, wow, because it just, I'm telling you, it just, it wasn't on my radar. I knew I didn't want to be with someone older than me because just the issues of the, you know, retiring and slowing down is just not my jam. But I right. could not figure out, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to be lucky if you can find somebody your age that's got, you know, some speed to him. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? <laughs> Welcome to the Forever Love Podcast. I am your host and Christ-centered relationship coach, Lily Matongwiza, and this is an extra special episode because you get a behind-the-scenes peek and listen in on a private coaching session between me and one of my long-term clients, Kay. We've been working together for the past year, and she's recently had some interesting insights about the thoughts she has or had towards age. And as we finished this call, we both agreed that this conversation was so rich, so good, so helpful, that we wanted to share it with all of you because we get into the good stuff. I share a lot about my personal insights, being in a relationship with a man who is 15 years older than me. And we talked about the challenges and some of the benefits that come from challenging social norms and how those around you will react and respond when you partner with somebody who may not look or be what they had in mind for you. Um, Because that's going to bring up a lot of discomfort and it can be very scary and intimidating. What are people going to say if I start dating someone like this? So, 
I think that this is a conversation everyone can relate to on some level. So I want to encourage you to enjoy this call. It was really, we just laughed a lot. We were honest. We shared a lot and we wanted to share it with you. So without further ado, please enjoy. How have things been going? We had a really great chat last week. And yeah. how did that um, affect your week so far? You know, um, thought a lot about it. Just thought a lot about it and just kind of went through the process of, you know what, I need to take things on a one-to-one occurrence and kind of just get out of this point blank, you know, oh gosh, can't do that. Or, oh gosh, can't do that. And just really um, spend time um, when things happen and looking at them individually. So it was a great call. Mm -hmm. I agree. (laughs) Yeah. And going forward, where do you want to go with that? Like what now? What's next? Well, you know, going forward, um, I'm really driven to start challenging myself when I just fall into a pattern of accepting social norms, because I'm going to be honest with you, Lily. Um, I just never thought, I just never thought about, um, being with someone younger. And, you know, so what I did was I went out and researched, um, Hmm. you know, that's how I am. It's like, if I don't know it, I'm going to go find it. And I found out that this is very um, prevalent now. Younger men dating older women, because like you said, they're just tired. Younger women don't know what they want and they play games and men hate games as a general yeah. rule. And so now granted, you know, the 20 year thing is probably pushing it, but um, 10 years, especially it, from the research I got was from when a man's about 45 they're pretty much set in who they are as a man and their own power center and they know what they want. And so Mm -hmm. they don't really care about um, necessarily age differences as much as women do. Mm. Yeah. So that was kind of the surmising of it. And I thought, wow, cause it just, I'm telling you, it just, it wasn't on my radar. I knew yeah. I didn't want to be with someone older than me because just the issues of the, you know, retiring and slowing down is just not my jam. But I right. could not figure out, you know, what are you going to do? You're going to be lucky if you can find somebody your age that's got, you know, some speed to him. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? <laughs> I want to know what happened to the gym boy. <laughs> oh, well, I saw him today. And very, invite? You know, yeah, I saw him today and he was really nice and we just chatted, but um, he hadn't brought it up again. And so I thought, well, what I'll do is kind of give it a little bit of time and mm-hmm. see if he brings it up again. He was, like I said, he was real chatty today, but he didn't bring it up. And then, um, give him a few days. And if not, I may mention, say, Hey, listen, you know, I've, I've rethought 
a lot about going out and having a drink. And if you still want to, let me know, because I would. I'd love yeah. to hear your story. So, but yeah. I just wanted to give it a little bit of time to see kind of where he is. Because. That's fair. <laughs> I didn't shut him down. I said, you know, hey, let me just think about it. You know, and, and I thought about it. <laughs> right about it so it's like god oh money this is just messed up so <laughs> well, the whole thing has just really challenged me mm-hmm. and i think so having said on by the way that was a great podcast you did last week i thought that was excellent absolutely excellent oh, thank you with people, I, I just thought that was great. And it was so interesting for me to listen to it because we all have so many of the same issues. We just don't know that we have the issues and other people have them. Yeah. And then we feel very <laughs> alone and like exactly. exactly crazy for having these kinds of issues in our lives. Like everybody's got it figured out except me. Yeah. Yeah, which is a, is a form of division, which is what the enemy wants. He wants to divide and yeah. conquer because there's no power in division. But the woman he talked about her strange relationship with her mom, I mean, that just resonated with me. The other woman was talking about the cafe and how difficult it was and the strain on her marriage. I understood all of that. But, um, yeah. You And then the podcast before that, the lady was talking and you were talking to her. You know, she had a friend and he was younger than her and he wants to date her, but she didn't think it was a social norm and would be correct. And so everything's kind of on a repeat with you. <laughs> so anytime something hits a repeat, it's like God saying, uh, pay attention to this. Um, yeah. come a little closer. Uh, you're not, you're not thinking about this correctly. Well, we get so stuck in our patterns of thinking, right? Like we just yeah. have a thought and accept it and do very little to challenge our own biases because no, we go around looking for so much evidence to yeah. reinforce them rather than and we do that without even stopping to discern whether this is a truth and a thought worth reinforcing. We just do it. That's absolutely correct. And then you add the cultural inundation. Culture yeah. around us inundates of what is right yes. and what is wrong and what is beauty and what is not and what a man is and what a man isn't. All of those things are inundated at the speed of light 24 7 365 and so we just blindly just accept things and and yeah. i didn't realize that i really i i'm honest with you i i think of myself as a very free thinker um and i think of myself as you know very non-judgmental and yet freaking hell <laughs> the most judgmental person in the world to myself exactly yeah that's where it all shows up if we don't have judgment in the world it's not like it's very very difficult for a human to be non-judgmental 100 percent. it's usually just like oh if i won't judge them then i'll judge me and people that don't judge themselves often have very strong criticisms of others right so we find ways to sneak it in there somewhere yeah and you don't even know you're doing it yeah. You don't even know you're doing. Had you, we not had that conversation 
if we not, let's just say we didn't have that conversation last week. Um, mm-hmm. And let's say that my divine spouse showed up next month. Let's just do it for instance. Great looking guy, my top, all the way down the line, kicks all the boxes. Honorable, respectful, truthful, great guy, you know, great look, um, everything. But he was 53 years old. I would have turned and walked. Mm. I said, oh, you're too young. Mm. What a shame, right? Like just based on the year he was born. Exactly. And that's what was the most shocking part of that conversation. Because I got off of it with you and I thought, holy freaking hell. What's wrong with me? And I knew that I would have done it. That's I walked away with that is and I believe, you know, I, I've told you I don't believe in coincidences. I think everything's interconnected. Everything mm-hmm. has value and everything is something for us to learn from. And I I, I believe that was a divine conversation because it is yeah. it is essentially rocked my world <laughs> or rocked <laughs> my mind. <laughs> Because I would have, Lily, I'm not going to lie to you. I would have, I mean, I would have been, and I would have walked away from it sad and bitter. Because Mm -hmm. I would have thought God had played a cruel trick Mm -hmm. on me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What say you? (laughs) I think that's what we call a paradigm shift. Yeah. Right? Where we get a sudden glimpse of a much healthier more honest reality and we and and then we have that choice between like do we fully step into that or do we kind of like hang out on the outskirts not quite willing to believe like can it be as good as it sounds kind of thing like can I actually have what I want and experience that in this new frame of reference because we all have these weird and this is why I go over like the values like what we're we're trying to find want matches and we're trying to find common shared values because we all have these ridiculous other things on our list like he has to be taller than me he has to do xyz like yeah And it's not really the point. Like that's not actually what you want. And you end up missing what you actually want because you're hyper fixated on these really irrelevant points that sound super important. Yeah. You know, I have lots of friends, um, even my sons, two of my sons, um, one of them is married to a girl that's four or five years older than him. Lots of friends that married men younger than them. And I have never once lily had a problem or even thought to have a problem or even thought to voice a problem with it and yet here i am completely beating ever living stuffing out of myself over it Mm -hmm. i mean it just it was it was not in the frame of reference of a possibility so what I really had done is I had taken my age, 58, and I said, okay, he can be maybe six months younger and a year older. 
<laughs> we got an 18 month window. <laughs> oh, I mean, if it weren't so idiotic, it would be incredibly funny, don't you think? I think it is cr- incredibly funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I, this is just I the stuff we do ourselves. And I and so then you have to go to the point of you know what else am I doing that with? Yeah, yeah. Because once we see it in one area, it becomes much easier. Although there's still some hidden ones, but it does become a little easier to go like, well, if I don't have to believe this, that and yeah. this is where we can kind of run into like uh, identity crises because we're like, well, if I can change my thought about that, then I can change my thought about anything. And that comes full circle back to, okay, so that's why you have to really lean into what are your God given desires? What do you actually want? Dig deeper than those surface level reasons and come up with the stuff that actually matters to you rather than continuing to eat off the buffet of what the world has provided as options. I would agree a hundred percent. And I, you know, looks and all and money, uh, success, all of those things are temporal. Anyone who has any yeah. sense knows that, but, um, how in the world did I get myself fixated on something that matters even less than all of that, which is somebody's age. Well, does it matter? Like, we can go down that line. We can find out. We can, like, spend a lot of time searching for how did you get there? But what difference does it make? You know, it really doesn't because I always was aware that I didn't want somebody a lot older, mostly because my marriage, Mark was almost 10 years older than I was. And I knew just the issues of that. And I'm wondering if I, at some point, didn't switch it. Well, I didn't want to create those issues with someone who's, let's just just use 10 years because, I mean... that's not really the number. I don't know if there is a number now because there's apparently not a number, but for me in my mind, for some reason, age equated to a lot of the issues. Right. But I'm going to be honest with you, Lily. It never, it never, it never ran across my mind. It was just never even a possibility. It was just not even, it just was, it just, I don't know how to say it. I mean, I sound like I'm stuttering fool, but it was just never in the realm of possibility for me. It wasn't even a, a, yeah. a blind consideration. Just notice though, like the craving for a sense of security or desire to avoid potential pitfalls. Yes. And using an 18 month window of age to try to secure that. Which is utterly ridiculous, is it not? I yep. mean, let's be honest. Have you heard anything as stupid as that? Oh, definitely worse. But <laughs> well, good. That makes me feel better because I was just like, "You're the stupidest person ever." What in the hell have you been thinking? 
well, it's not stupid. It, it's been prescribed to you that way, that there yeah. would be some sense of security if you can kind of align these things because we're taught like find someone who reflects you more than someone who would be a good partner. We think like, if I can love me, then I can find somebody who's like me enough that I can love them as well. And that we'll be able to accept each other because we have a lot in common, which is not a great foundation for a relationship. A better foundation is like, we have a lot that we want to partner with do together as a partnership because we see that our differences actually make us stronger and we have a, a greater pool of resources based on our differences that help us to move forward but that is not what like we think of finding our other half and we think of you know finding somebody who compliments but very much based on like this is me and you should be a lot like me and I don't, wow, that's great, Lily. That's great. That's great. And I'm still, you know, just wrestling with myself on how in the world did you blindly just think this? I just, you know, I mean, I guess I just still feel foolish that I blindly, I mean, I was just, it just until we talked. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and like I said, it was a divine conversation. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it because I would never have considered it. I would have just, like I said, I would have walked away sad and bitter that, you know, God had played a cruel trick on me. Yeah. Yeah. How ridiculous is that? Because God, you know, the, the, the right person is the one that the Lord has. And I'm like, well, he can't be the one you have, Lord, because, you know, he doesn't mean he's too young. Right. And I would have missed it, Lily. If we hadn't had the conversation, I would have missed it. Okay, so here's another issue. Uh, I'm life coaching okay. a lady um, coming out of narcissism. We're, um, you know, we're just walking on our journey to healing. And um, as always, with most people, they don't like to go through the process of healing. You know this. And so um, they like to jump into relationships and right. she jumped into a relationship and struggling with accountability, being accountable to him and him being accountable to her. So what is, I'm going to take this because, you know, I'm, I'm like, well, let's look at it and let's walk it out to see how, how you're feeling about it, what it looks like to you. Now he, he's a, I would say an alpha male. So he he kind of he he plays his role well. So okay. In this situation, don't make me sound so stupid. Because I'm, you know, as a life coach, you know, it's to to walk alongside and to lead them and challenge people how 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 they're really thinking but i took it and yeah. i thought okay let me think about it <laughs> in reference to me after i got off the phone and i thought okay right so i grew up with oldest rules 
because mm-hmm. they're older and so they're always in a position of authority and it's kind of you know because i had five sons so i waited all my life to be older than somebody i was the ruler we had three rules um don't sass your mom because i waited all my life to be older than somebody and i'm it and mm-hmm. other ones cause blood blood is a big issue in my house if you <laughs> cause something to bleed we have a problem <laughs> your brother or an animal or whatever but in in a situation put the boundary there yeah <laughs> like, exactly. i can ignore a lot of things but if you're bleeding that's too much <laughs> exactly and when you have boys i mean you have girls but when you have boys yeah, blood yeah it's just an issue because they're always bleeding and they're always doing something but in a relationship in a relationship um between a man and a woman and he's younger um how do you deal with accountability because i don't want a relationship with a man where you know i'm I'm the ultimate accountability. Um, My philosophy on this is very simple. Age has nothing to do with accountability. You're not really accountable to your partner. Like there's, okay, I've got a couple different ways to talk about it, but the ultimate is you, me, individuals in relationships are responsible for our thoughts, our emotions, our actions. And we're responsible to God. Yes. We cannot take responsibility for other people's thoughts, emotions, or actions. Yes. That That being said, within a relationship, we want to be accountable to somebody, but not accountable for somebody. Okay. So accountable to sounds like if I tell my husband I expect to be home again by 10 p.m., yeah. then I'm accountable to following through on that just because it's one of the kindest things I can do. Like I said, I was going to be back by 10 well, because p.m. It's after 10 p.m., honorable. he's going to worry. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So but let on me the ask other you. hand. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. And I'm going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Okay. On the other hand, I cannot be accountable for somebody else's behavior. So my husband's on the other side of the world. I cannot be accountable for his behavior and choices. Okay. And choices at all. Like if he decides to do something extremely irresponsible, that's on him. And that doesn't mean there won't be consequences. Like if he decides, like, let's go to extreme example. If he cheats on me, like he's not accountable to me, but there will be repercussions. You know what I mean? Like if you make that choice, this is where I hold my boundaries. This is where I hold my expectations of how I allow myself to be treated, how I allow my relationships to flourish or not. And therefore I will make certain decisions that are the kindest and most loving thing I can do for myself and then the kindest I can do for people who will be affected by my decisions. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. And and definitely, definitely Mm -hmm. what I was looking for. So let me ask you this in your relationship. And if I'm prying, don't answer it. It's okay. I'm an open book usually. Well, you know, in a relationship, you're always going to have two minds. And the goal is to meet in the middle. 
to come to one accord. But if you, let's just say that, um, I, I don't know, let's just do something superficial, like you want to buy a new car and he wants a yeah. certain car and you want a certain car and there's a huge difference between the price and you just mm -hmm. can't come to a conclusion, but you got to buy a new car. Um, does he make the ultimate decision? Do you allow him to make the ultimate final decision? That's a great question. And I have a totally different framework for figuring those kinds of decisions out. First of all, we want to look at who is in the better position to make that decision. Okay. Because each decision, one person is going to be able to add more value to that decision than the other person. So for example, um, my daughter's healthcare, she's type yeah. one diabetic and lots of decision-making around that. I micromanage that. And if there are any important decisions to be made, I'm going to make the ultimate decision because I have the most information going into it. But let's okay. take it to an extreme example. Maybe she needs to get a major surgery done. Of course, we're both going to talk about it. He's going to oh, share yeah. his thoughts, worries, concerns. I'm going to share my thoughts, worries, concerns. But at the end of the day, I have been managing that for the past six years. So I'm going to be the one to make the final decision because I have the most information that will allow us to make the best decision. I'm going to take his concerns into consideration, but I'm going to take responsibility for making that decision. Now in a car, he probably has better information on like cars, things yeah. that go into cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so in that situation, I would delegate the choice to him. I'd say, you know, it's really important to me that I have heated steering wheel and heated seats. I like those. <laughs> Yeah, because you're in Canada and you would hate to be freezing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cold. <laughs> um, but other than that, like, I am willing to just kind of surrender that decision. Uh, here's what I'd like to have in a car, but you know what's best in regards to that. So you pick. And then a third very irrelevant decision we were shopping for curtains one time, and he <laughs> liked a certain pattern. And I uh -huh. liked a certain pattern and we kind of debated the patterns for a minute. And he looked at me and was like, you know what? You care more about what the windows look like than I do. You go ahead and pick it. So one of the ways to really break this down into a formula is to really say on a scale of one to 10, how much does this decision matter to me? How much does this decision matter to you? So we know who cares about the outcome more because some decisions he doesn't even care about or I don't even care about. So you go ahead and decide. So who cares more and who's in the best position to make that final decision? Okay. And then we go from there. So for me, it's never about compromise because compromise is always going to leave a dirty taste in both people's mouths. We're kind of like showing up like, we're both losing something. Neither of us really gets what we want. And I'm always going towards harmonizing. 
Like we both get to appreciate and acknowledge the things that we prefer, our preferences, our budgets, our whatevers. And we're going to find a solution that is a more of a win-win. We might not get a perfect win-win, but at the end of the day, we're going to like have each other's back on the final decision. And so we're not that- going to base it on superficial things like age, gender, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, no, well, moral that's superiority uh you know i'm older than you i get to make the decision because that would be absurd okay i'm i'm it I'm works eating. with children because the oldest child is usually got a little bit more experience has a little bit more maturity and so they're just naturally in a better situation to make a better decision for other children that's well put because, you know, I'm the oldest child. And so I'm, and, you know, since I'm not in a relationship with someone who's a lot older than me, I'm just used to making them all. But yeah, yeah. I mean, at, at, at the point in which you correct me if I'm wrong, at the point in which two people, decide to be in a relationship and if let's just say we're going to work with 10 years and i i'm 10 years older than him then the age is no longer a factor because we've made a decision to be in a relationship opposed so it's just not a factor it just is not a factor in decision making yeah yeah okay i my husband's 15 years older than me and i cannot think of a time when age was ever one of the deciding factors okay just no I mean there's been a few rare times when just based on the fact that he's more seasoned than I am in certain things I was like okay you probably have a little bit more okay experience in that realm than I do but other than that like no no okay a friend of mine was like okay So what are you going to do? Like, um, you meet him and, um, you guys decide to buy a house together. And I'm like, well, I guess we'll buy a house together. I have three houses and God only knows how many he's got. But anyway, I don't know that we need another house, but anyhow, I'll go with the scenario. And she goes, and he wants an expensive house. And I was like, oh, Okay, so now I'm already, you know, bouncing on my feet. And she's like, but you're older than him. And I'm like, yeah. She goes, so what are you going to do? And I'm like, "Uh, would that be a point where I'm like, well, I'm older than you. And so I need to think differently than you. And we need to think opposed to how I would think opposed to how you would think. And and she's like, then you're going to have nothing but problems. And I'm like, well, thank you for bringing this up. I've only had one glass of wine. <laughs> so we get through the bottle before you <laughs> with this. <laughs> That's too funny. Because it was, it was a struggle. And I thought, okay. So <laughs> I was thinking. But, but why do we have this assumption that through negotiation and discussion that we're going to have problems. Like why, why are we prefacing the idea of 
having to talk things out instead of just having a clear cut answer as to who gets to decide everything. Because age does come up. Here's here's one ex example of where age has really come up for me in my relationship is um, like realistically speaking, I'm probably going to outlive my husband by a lot. Like that's just yeah. the reality of it. So I, about five years ago, got much more intentional about thinking um, farther into the future, the reality, I'll probably be a widow as a senior. Like that's the reality. And I want to make sure that my finances are in order to support that because I mean, we could very yeah. easily just kind of fly by the seat of our pants and I'll get to 65 and like not have planned anything because we were doing like paycheck to paycheck kind of situation. Right. So yeah. in that, and, and I'm really having to be clear with him, like I need to plan for a retirement without you because that's probably the reality of our situation and him being like, huh, hadn't really thought of that, but good point. And, yeah. and then I took responsibility for it because it's, it's the issue that I am going to be dealing with. And of course he supports it, but you know, I had to be the one who really like advocated for myself on that issue. Okay. But ultimately, I mean, yes, in, in your circumstance, that's true. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just thinking about that. I mean, if, if, if I'm with someone younger, um, then our age <laughs> of demise is much closer than yours because men live to 78, women live to 83. We're still going to be within the same realm. <laughs> yeah, which is such an interesting factor when you're thinking about who do I want yeah. to spend the rest of my life with at your age because a younger guy is going to have more time being there. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've actually thought of that a lot. Um, uh, and that's a, another swing of this crazy pendulum is that, you know, the 67, 68 year olds that are always reaching out. I'm like, dude, you know, I, I'm not interested in someone who's only got maybe 10 more years. And yeah, yeah I mean, in, 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 because I've got, you know, a 25 year plan. And right. we, nobody knows, nobody knows what's going to happen. I get all of that, but it, I'm just trying to factor through how I got myself here. <laughs> <-month> window. <laughs> well, it's not hard to see because a lot of the reference points made sense when you were 23 years old and thinking about marriage. Yeah, except I had been married and had like, three children when I was twenty-three. So yeah, but whatever. Really, like when you first bar, like when you were first putting together your concept or of what yeah. goes into planning for marriage, I mean, it's just outdated software. It made sense Absolutely. for you, kind of back then, based on you know culture and all that stuff, and you just didn't get around to updating the information until now. My information didn't get updated until last week. That's okay. <laughs> it had never been updated. 
Oh, Lily. I mean, it's just, and it almost, how do I say this? It's, it's almost freeing and it almost makes me giddy that, and I hate to use that word, but I can't, that, that, wait a minute, you can think of this as a possibility because I didn't even consider it as a possibility. And like I said, there is no doubt in my mind. Let's say he had arrived Tuesday last week before <laughs> we had talked. <laughs> no, I would have just been boom. No, boom. Yeah. No, I wouldn't even have considered it. And it, you know, and now I think, you know, how, how could I have just blindly been so stupid? I don't and think it's stupid. I feel like I'm I'm complete and utter idiot. No, I don't. I don't think so. I think it's just like I said. It's it's it didn't get updated. No, it didn't get updated in the possibilities. And you it, were not, had no idea that it was supposed to get updated or it could get updated. You were just rolling with what you had, and you and, don't and, know and, what you don't know. No. You don't, and I didn't, and thank God for you yeah. because I would have never. I it, it, it has it has literally rocked my world, and you know I still go back. I'm not going to lie to you. I still go back to, okay. So let's say this happens. Let's say that this happens. How am I going to explain that to people? Do we just not talk about it? Do we just not you know mention it, or? Because that's not who I am. I, I then you're you're hovering under a cloud of deception, and I don't want to do that yeah. either. I want to just be straightforward yeah. and honest. He's a wonderful man. I'm madly in love with him, and I don't care what his age is. And as long as he doesn't care that I'm older and more mature, which of course nobody's going to believe. <laughs> well, okay, notice. <laughs> you're assuming that nobody else has or will update their software either you're like oh gosh i've updated my software but everybody else is still stuck on the stone ages from here and they're all gonna judge me but the reality is like some people will have updated their info and be like of course like why wouldn't you this is not radical or news to us at all do what you do and other people will be like hmm, based on my thinking that's not appropriate <laughs> or whatever right like, yeah yeah and yeah and, and then what like so some people have updated and we'll get it and some people you're going to be the first person who tells them like hey by the way did you know that you can update this software like can you imagine if nobody had told you you could update your iphone and then somebody said like, oh, by the way, there's been like several updates in the past yeah. 10 years. Now your phone can do this. You're like, what? And then yeah. also, of course, you'll meet some people who are like, yeah, we've known that all along. And some people who are hearing this for the first time and some people who will refuse to update their phones, even if you tell them it's an option. Absolutely. And, and ultimately, none of that matters. Correct. Well, it matters 
to you because you're anticipating how you'll feel when other people do or don't judge you. Yeah. Actually, you know what the anticipation is, is then I can take judgment, but I would be be very worried of whether or not it would affect him. If it would be a problem for him, if he got negative feedback from it. How so? um, well, you know, would that change how he feels? Would it change how he thinks? Let me give you a different example from my own relationship. Okay. Because I think it kind of correlates. So my husband's black. I'm white. He made a decision to marry a white girl. That comes with a whole basket full of interesting yeah. comments that other people are going to make. Yeah. And he knows that going in. And so do I. And when there have been plenty of times where we have experienced some very racist comments, most notably when we're in Zimbabwe, I was going to ask people you will make racist comments towards me in his language, though I'm completely unfazed, but he hears it all. And he has the option to get upset about it if he wants to. His upsetness with their racist comments has nothing to do with his acceptance of our interracial relationship. So tying this back to the age thing, he's already like joined on board with like, I'm dating an older woman. I understand that people are going to have thoughts and feelings and opinions about this. These are my thoughts and opinions on this and other people can have their own and that's okay. And sometimes those thoughts and opinions might get to me. I might get upset by it, but that has nothing to do with my feelings towards the relationship. It has everything to do with my feelings about what they're saying. So we can separate the two. So in this case with your husband, and I, I assumed it would be that the, the issues would be more in Africa than they would be in Canada because Canada and, and even in the United States, international couples, I mean, you can get into the backwoods and you get the crazies, but the crazies are in the backwoods. So stay the hell out of them and you don't have that problem. But um, is he more upset, do you think, if he gets upset about that comment affecting you as a form of protection of you opposed to it's just somebody stupid um spouting off well ironically i usually don't understand the comments they go right over my head (laughs) none the wiser (laughs) so they don't really affect me um but he just hates the ignorance and yeah sometimes feels like punching people (laughs) yeah you know that's just like uh, like that's stupid. Don't say that kind of stuff. And he'll get it. Like he, he's very teacher oriented. So he'll stop people and be like, you don't say things like that. That's wrong. Da, 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 da. And he'll tell people things. Um, but no, he's not really concerned of the affecting me per se. Okay. But on the other hand, he can be quite like protective in certain situations. Yes. If he felt like I was actually in a potentially threatening situation, then he would be concerned about me. Yeah. Okay. So that's good. That's good to know. And that that's a great way to think about it is that 
you know, everybody's going to have an opinion and everybody has a right to have an opinion. You just don't have, have to allow it to factor into your own life. And you certainly don't have yeah. to accept it. You just, you know, respect that it's their opinion. And yeah. I guess mostly the, the only thing that I see that this would be a problem with would be the boys. But mm. the boys are going to have, you know, um, well, I went to Washington this weekend. Oh, my God. What a dingbat move that was. I mean, I went to see my son, and we went into D.C. to see the cherry blossoms. Unfortunately, three million other people arrived on the same day. <laughs> it was so horrible. I, you know... I mean, I consider myself a great Christian woman. I am a woman of great faith. I am telling you, every bit of the Christianity in me <laughs> that day in those traffic jams. It was, we went 15 miles in four hours. I was going to lose my ever-loving mind. I was like, we got to get out of here. I'm up a tree. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. I don't care what Google says. If Google says go right, we're going left. I don't care if I have to drive to Baltimore and turn around. Get me out of here. So I was telling him about um, this guy who, by the way, I don't even know. He's never introduced himself. I don't even know his name. Um, no, it's I do. His name is Jeff. And um, I said, you know, um, I was talking with Lily and I was telling him that, you know, she was really challenging me. That I used to see people as individuals. I said, but you know, he's he's only two or three years older than you. And I says, well, mom, I don't care who you date. You know, if you're going to marry him, I probably would want to think about it. He goes, but um, you know, Truman's going to lose his ever love of freaking mind. <laughs> Which I knew, but Lily, I mean, there is not any doubt about that. Yeah. But ultimately. I I don't, mm -hmm. I don't allow that. To you don't allow any, what? Don't. Who I end up with and who God provides for me, when I know that it's right, it is irrelevant what anybody else has to say. Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're considering a, a real thing in terms of, and I can relate to this as well, because... Um, my husband has older children with an uh -huh. and his oldest son, well, I'm closer to his oldest son's age than I am to my husband's age. Let's just say that. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't like it. The son did not like, why are you marrying this young white girl? This is absurd. Like you don't care. And, and he was, he was, just coming into being he was about 19 when we got married and um yeah he had issues with it and there is the reality that your children might just lose it and you might risk that relationship but on the other hand are you maintaining your relationship with your children based on their approval of what you do and who you have relationships with. Absolutely. And I agree with that hundred percent. I don't know that I would lose the relationship, but what I would do is be forced into, maybe forced into is not a correct way to put it, but. Feel obligated. Well, no, I'm thinking more of just being forced to listen to it. <laughs> oh, 
You know what I mean? But the thing is, is that if he is a great, godly man, um, that stuff would stop pretty quickly. And I know that yeah. because my sons haven't had that in their life. So if they were to see that modeled of a powerful, a man who is centered in his own power, which is the only person I would bring into my life. So I know what he's going to look like. And when they witness that, they would quit because yeah. that would be something that they would want to watch and engage in and modeled out before them. Yes. Yeah. They can like yeah. go and have a little temper tantrum and throw a fit yes. about it and have all kinds of thoughts and feelings about it. But they come around more often they than do. not. Um, I mean, we oh, had no, a they kid won't. and my eldest stepson, you know, he was there taking care of his baby sister and he loves her. And like they, yeah. the, the relationship's still a little rocky for other reasons completely. But me and him ended up getting along just fine. And he had a really cute relationship with his baby sister when there was a period we were all living together. And so, you know, we find ways to negotiate those relationships um, at, on a need to basis. Absolutely. And, you know, he just is like, mom, you don't need a man in your life. You just don't need someone because men are just jerks and junk. <laughs> jerks and junk. And you don't need that. You're fine alone. You've got this great life. You've got this great life. Why do you want to do this? And it's like, you know, there's so many reasons why. And I know what's going to happen, but I do believe, I do to the core of my ability, believe that after he sees it walked out, he will come because he will. I just know that he will. And I yeah. think that that godly man will, in ways, make him much more of a great man because he'll see it modeled. Yeah. And he'll have it, a whole new frame of reference for what's possible. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just surviving the initial <laughs> bomb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the really big part. Like, yes, yeah. it'll be ridiculous and there'll be chaos and drama for a while. Yes. And yes. then we'll get over it and we'll be like, yeah, this is exactly. old news now. Well, no, it's not going away. And, and the thing is, is that, you know, it's like a dog after a bone. So th if this age difference thing is, um, does happen, I mean, he will beat that drum until it's dead and i'll be just like age doesn't matter it matters a lot when you're 21 it matters a yeah. lot but by the time you're in your late 40s and into your 50s you know if you're both mature adults it doesn't matter as much yeah so let me ask you this mm -hmm. since this has come in a realm of possibility and i'm kind of just thinking about it do I start kind of saying, I don't know if it, it, I don't even know if this is, it, it, Hey, you know, what, how I, I might end up with someone younger than me. Do you, or do you just wait until it actually manifests and then take it from there? Excuse how much me. time do you want to spend discussing this with him? Well, I mean, I would rather not have an atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> 
just rather not. If I see that the bomb is dropped and it has been ignited, I would like to keep it from exploding. But I don't want to talk about it because it's not going to be something that's necessarily revealed to him until I know that this is the way things are going to go. But I, I just keep thinking that for him, just for him, Lily, that this isn't even in the realm of possibility. It it would be, no, it would be, it would be like somebody dropped an atomic bomb because it, it it would be all you know. Well, in the beginning, let me tell like, you something. <laughs> he, if you chose somebody who is in his early fifties, and you did not specifically tell how old he was exactly, if you did not reveal the date of birth. The reality of him realizing that he was significantly younger than you wouldn't even like register at first. No, you're absolutely correct because he's just going to hate him. Period. Because he's breathing air. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because so, it's not- I mean, you have the option of dropping seeds and having lots of little bombs go off every time you discuss it, but to what end? See, so that, and and that's the dilemma that I have because. Ultimately, I would reveal he's, you know, a few years younger because I can't, I I just can't live in deception. He's going to have to know. Okay. So he's probably, you know, going to ask him, so, you know, how old are you? And he tells him and then boom, (laughs) turn around. (laughs) So, yeah, it was really nice meeting you. Come and find me. (laughs) Lock me in a room. (laughs) But you're also really projecting all of your fears. And I'm I'm not yes. doubting that no, you have a reaction. Is. But you're it projecting not. like there's a, also a possibility that you introduce somebody that you're dating. He ends up really liking this guy. They have a nice relationship. It's amicable. It's not like great. He doesn't love the guy. He's like, okay, I'm dating this guy. He's not too bad. Okay. And then he eventually finds out that there's an age difference, a little fit about it, and and then off we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I, I like that scenario a whole lot better than the one that gets me locked up in a mental institute. <laughs> because you're really like pushing the idea that the age gap is a big deal onto him as well. And yes, you know this. It's probably there because that's water you guys have all been drinking um but you don't have to amplify it no and i actually and don't have to start by showing power. like there's other things to know about somebody before their age becomes Absolutely. relevant and, and i don't have to give it that power i mean aren't i giving yeah. this whole scenario way too much power yeah okay okay i like that yeah because this has been a lot. I mean, this has been one heck of a week because I've just been like, well, I mean, it was a struggle, Lily. <laughs> it was a struggle. I was like, it, man, she just rattled my cage. <laughs> and it was yeah. so funny because you just had that podcast the week before where you were essentially challenging her well you know you're not going to marry this guy and he is a friend and you know 
why why don't you want to go out with him? And she kept telling you, you know, in my as the social norms. But social norms. And we don't have- want to discredit the social norms, but we don't want to act in blind obedience to them. We want to, if we're going to challenge them, we want to do it intentionally. We want to do it informed. We want to do it for our own good, not against ourselves, because some social norms actually help us. I mean, in in a case where, you know, it was a younger woman looking at family planning and other issues like this age might be a determining factor. Um, but in your situation, the social norms do not serve you. Well, they didn't serve me the first time either because I bought yeah. into uh, you that need somebody help. established and yeah. So really and truly social nor- norms haven't served either way. And what I did is I just turned them completely around. Yeah. That's great, Lily. That's really great. And thank you for sharing about your husband. I like hearing about your relationship and how you guys navigate it. You're welcome. You're doing good. You're doing good. Now let's talk <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> Not screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm older than you. You got to do what I say. <laughs> <laughs> He's not your little brother. <laughs> no, he's not. And he's not my son. It's you know, he just, yeah. but you gotta get, I have to get myself to where I know that, and I can do it. I can do it for everybody else. Why can't I do it for myself? You respect people for who they are. And that's what you decide whether or not you want in your life. Yeah, I would not question this with anybody else. Now, I wouldn't. I also wouldn't go to. You know, I had a couple of friends that are like, "Yeah, I'd go out with him if he's cute. You can turn him into your boy toy." I'm like, you know, I'm not looking for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking for the right person. But why can I not give myself that level of grace? Well, it's interesting that you're you're using a comparison of like totally objectifying somebody based on their age. Yeah. Like I'm gonna turn him into a boy toy. Like, okay, I so mean, we, we can't they, like we're just kind of flipping from one extreme to the other. <laughs> well, and, and and that's the feedback you get. So that's just based on feedback. Cause I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't think of men that way. I, I just don't. I yeah. just think, hey, it would be great to spend a uh, an evening hearing someone's story. But um if it weren't me and it were anybody else, I would have no problem with any of this. And yet here I find myself, you know, essentially having locked my own self into a cage. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you can use the grace that you would extend to other people to anticipate other people being willing to extend that grace towards you as well. Why is that difficult? Because maybe I haven't received it or I haven't, I haven't recognized it. Or you just don't even know that it's an option, really. Like yeah. it's still too far out of the realms of possibility that people would get it, even though you can get it. You just haven't extended that belief to others. Exactly. And for me, 
I always just reconciled it to, I don't want that level of ongoing fight where you're, you're having to fight against other people's opinions of what you're doing. Yeah. But I don't have to fight against other people's opinions. They're entitled to their opinion. I'm entitled to mine. I'm going to do what's best for myself. Yeah. And I can do that in any area of my life, but this one. Well, I'm thinking about my situation with the interracial relationship. Uh There are a lot of people, like if we wanted to find people to fight about this with, I mean, the internet's rich with options. (laughs) We could find trolls and we could argue to death with them about why this is valid and what, and we're not going to change their minds. But on a day-to-day basis, the number of people who have actually had any opinion about our relationship that holds any water is like 0.005%. 99.9% of the relationships in our lives are extremely supportive of it. They might have issues with us for different reasons, but based on this particular data point, most people it's just a no-brainer. And, uh, I mean, see, for me, inter- I, I, you love who you love. That's just, I, it's just not, it's just not an yeah. issue. It's just not even, it's something I can, would even come under consideration. How did your family, did you have any issues with your family? They yours. were particularly, my family was particularly concerned when we were actually going to move to Africa. Then they were like, wow that's much (laughs) okay you wouldn't have had we wouldn't have like had this conversation with a white boy um so that that was that was a big step for them um and but on his side they have been so kind and generous um his his family have just been amazing and there's like a lot of cultural differences for me going there and his family has just been amazing towards me so you've both been embraced and the, the love that you have and the relationship you have has, would you say, been respected? Yeah. They might not get it, but they respect it. That they respect it. So that's yeah. the driving factor, correct? Is the respect. Or even if they, like, don't respect, I haven't really personally experienced any disrespect, but if there was, it doesn't need to be on our radar. Like They can have their private opinions, but when they're relating to us, we haven't had issues. Okay. 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 So it's, I, I like that. I like that um, you don't have to come to, into agreement, but you do have to respect it because I choose to respect you. Therefore, you will respect me also. Yeah. And so the that, reality is my mother personally had more concerns about our age difference than anything that's else. That's what I was She also <laughs> married somebody much older and it was a catastrophe. And she's like, oh, yeah. I don't know about that. That's a, that's a red flag <laughs> yeah. for her. And she wanted to apply that to me, but my circumstance was so different. Well, even though she could see a lot of parallels that she, you know, as a mom was concerned about. She's like, oh, yeah. maybe. But I mean, after the fact, no, they've been amazing. And we've had a great relationship with 
parents and his children. So like it's it's been figured out on the different generational levels. But it all comes back to respect. What you have are people yeah. around you that love you enough to respect you. Yeah. And if they didn't, that would be sad for them. Like they'd get to miss out on having a relationship with us because of their biases. Which means then they're accountable and responsible for their choices. Like we're just not going to allow hate into our relationship. Like um, there's another couple who kind of put it this way. Like if there are people who are fearful of your relationship, you and your partner are kind of like on an island and you get to lower your drawbridge to people who are coming in from a place of love. But if you're <laughs> coming in to kind of spread your fear and concern about the relationship, then you're just, we're not going to draw, we're not going to lower the drawbridge for you. I like that, Lily, because ultimately you're, you're taking control of what you will and won't tolerate. Yeah. And you, you don't have to do it through cruelty. You just have to do it. But this is what's going to be tolerated and this is what isn't. We love you. We care yeah. for you. We want the best for you. We hope that you, in turn, want the best for us. Yeah. I love it. That's great. Simplistic, but great. I'm sure the application of it's a little more difficult, but it's certainly great. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because the application involves dealing with the human emotions, right? And the experience of not lowering that drawbridge and the guilt and the shame that might come up. And that won't be fun to deal with and experience, but we can understand how we're going to apply it. And we can understand, like, if I'm willing to experience those feelings, then nothing's going to stop us. It's and only in resistance to, to feel like on those that. feelings. Yeah, he's in one accord. So you are a one single mind on this. He doesn't deviate and say, oh, well, you get to make the choice. In what regard? Well, in, in regard to um, any kind of negative energy from people, you guys are in one mind on it, what you will and won't tolerate. And and so he he is completely on board on how this is handled. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we're pretty protective of one another. Like we won't put ourselves or the other person in situations where they're going to be like insulted in some way. So for example, yeah. So for example, um, funerals in Zimbabwe have a lot of customs and culture behind them. And wives have a very important role to play in funerals and because he is an eldest son he has a significant role to play and i being the wife of an eldest son would have a lot of cultural roles to fulfill but because i'm white and i don't know the culture and i would probably like fumble it up greatly and not have my efforts appreciated in certain circumstances he just gives me a pass on going to funerals he's like no okay don't go <laughs> you go do what you do I'll explain that you know you're working you're you're a business person you've got like different things you're you're not of this culture and so I don't expect you to take on and appropriate these cultural norms does that make sense 
That makes perfect sense, Lillian. See, this is where my problem is because I'm listening to you and I'm I'm just sitting here in amazement that you two have this deep and unequivocal honor and respect for each other that no matter what is happening outside of your unit and your marriage, you're going to do what's best for each other. You've got each other's back. Yeah. Yeah. And see, for me, and- I've never experienced that. So I'm always looking through the lens of being thrown under the bus and just trying to see where the bus is. But that's not the reality. Yeah. And we take it one step further to knock some more social norms because one of the social norms is you put your fa- your marriage first no matter what. And in our case, we put our child's health care first no matter what. So I will leave Zimbabwe and come back to Canada, which, uh, and there have been lots of people who have advised against that. You don't want to do that. It's too hard on your marriage, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, it is really hard. It is hard, but our child's healthcare comes first. And so we have our priorities set in a certain way. And we both agree on that set of priorities. And we both make decisions that reinforce those priorities. And we experience this discomfort that comes with it because there'll be discomfort. That's incredible. I'm just, I'm amazed. I'm, this whole conversation has been amazing. Thank you so much for sharing because I'm just amazed, Lily. I'm just amazed that, that you have this honor and respect and, and I'm going to, you know, spend some time trying to get out from the lens of, oh my God, I'm going to get thrown under a bus because that's not going to be the circumstance because I'm not going to get into a relationship with someone who's going to throw me under the bus, regardless of what age he is. Yeah. Because age has nothing to do with the honor and respect. Yeah. It has to do with the person and the maturity, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, this has been another great conversation, Lily. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I really enjoyed it as well. My mind again. Now I'm going to just spend the week thinking about um, what that looks like and walking it out. When it, age is irrelevant, but the maturity of the person and the lack of toxicity and honor and respect, what would that really be like? And how much easier if that were the circumstance? Yeah. And age has nothing to do with any of that. You do a good job. You do a good job. You've rocked my world. You, you let me out of a cage. I didn't even know I was in, but apparently threw my own self in it. Well, the truth will set us free. That that's really the heart of it for me. Like, let's really break it down. What is true? What is loving? What is kind? Because that gives us a much clearer direction than all of our social norms ever could. That's amazing. It's just amazing. It just it's amazing. It's amazing. It is. I don't know how else to put it because I just, you know, I struggled all week. I would never force someone to think or act or 
believe the things that I'm throwing on myself. All right. So you have a podcast today? Uh, the group thing, yes. We're going to be talking about figuring out your thoughts <laughs> and when we go to extremes. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I'll sit in on that because who knows what will come up in that one. Oh, my goodness. I'm super glad. Thank you. Yeah. Would you mind me using this conversation as a podcast? Nope. nope. I will go through and edit like some of the times when you've used names and stuff, but I think yeah. this was a really great conversation and a lot of people would benefit from hearing it. Well, I mean, yeah, um, you, you're more than welcome to because if, <clears throat> look, if it, it'll help anyone, but I can't be the only person that doesn't realize this. Yeah. And if it's not on this specific topic, like the age, there's probably something else they're doing it with that is not necessary. Not only not necessary, but like I said, I mean, I, I essentially threw myself in a cage and yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't even realize it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Lily, I mean, this is, this is rock my world because no, I, I, I don't feel brilliant. I feel like, you know, it's what brilliant you because you're asking the right questions. Brilliance is about asking good questions and you're doing it. That's what makes you brilliant. Well, and hopefully it's about challenging yourself yeah. to think, what are you actually thinking and what are you doing with what you think yeah exactly thanks for listening to the forever love podcast i am your host and relationship coach lily matanguiza and if you would like to join us on this journey go over to proverbs2426.com slash love, all in lowercase letters, please. Otherwise, it doesn't quite work. But proverbs2426.com slash love to join the Foundations for Love program. You will get instant access to all of my courses, which include my signature course, Ready for the One, plus the 31-Day Challenge, the Relationship Starter Course, Devotionals, meditations, relationship conversations, scripts, and questions to help you get started. Um, there's just a ton of material and resources available to you within the Foundations for Love program. I wanted to give you everything you might possibly need on this journey, plus coaching. You will get private one-on-one -on -one coaching with me as part of this program. And you can get started today for just $49 per month. And so I want to encourage you head over to Proverbs2426.com slash love and get started. Lovely marriage that you can go out and pursue love in a way that is beautiful, healthy, and honors you and your relationship with God. I want to help you make that a reality. And I am here to support you every step of the way. So head over to Proverbs2426.com slash love and get started today.